Ask the Podcast Coach for May 2nd, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only from the Average Guy.tv, Mr. Jim Cullison. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. It actually takes a little practice to get those pointing things right. You have to kind of remember <laughs> to go the point the, the, the other, other direction, the, the other way to you. What you're grabbing. We so we have a we have a sponsor now. We do have a pour. sponsor. We're super excited. So this the, the, the morning pour. Remember, I hear a coffee. Morning pour today sponsored by PodcastBranding.co. Dave, what do we know about them? We what do we know about them? We know yeah. that it is affordable, professionally designed podcast websites and artwork to help your show stand out. Cover art logos, websites, social media, ebooks, lead magnets, a blog, about me pages, whatever you need over there. He is an award-winning graphic and web designer. We're talking about Mark DeCotes. I always say DeCotes. It's not DeCotes. It's a silent S. How do you have a silent? Is that a Canadian thing? I don't know. Uh, but he's got over. But th- we like Mark a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's got over 30 years in the design field. He's been podcasting. That's the other nice thing about it. He is a podcaster as well. And uh, he, he's been podcasting since 2013, branded over 100 podcasts. He's eager to work with you. What's Mark's mission? It's to ensure your podcast looks as professional as possible, offering you the best chance at success. And again, you can find him at podcastbranding.co. Yeah. Thanks to podcastbranding.co for being the sponsor. And I'm going to do some really good work too, Dave. You were showing me some of the the things he was doing for you. Here's the fun thing that's, that's cool about Mark. Coffee's delicious, by the way, Mark. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for sponsoring. Extra special. Is I woke up at four in the morning because that's what you do in a pandemic. Sleeping is kind of optional these days. And I said, you know what? The podcast rodeo show, if you look at my current artwork, it's a guy riding a horse. It says podcast rodeo show. But from the artwork, do you know that this is really a review show? And I thought, you know what? How can I tie podcasting to rodeo? And I was like, ooh, you could take a mic stand and throw horseshoes around it. Because when I was growing up, we played a lot of horseshoes at my grandpa's house. Or as we called it, ow, you broke my shin. But some people call it horseshoes. And so I came up with this idea, threw it at Mark. And then he said, and this is what Mark usually does. He, he knows me. He knows the show. But normally he would have gotten on the phone with me, talked about what I wanted. He'd go listen to the show to kind of get the flavor and the vibe of it. And so he said, well, I, I did what you asked. He goes, but I came up with some other ideas. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So here was one. It's got a, a cow on it and uh, a microphone. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. And then this one is like a brand, like, you know, it's, you would put on a cow or something like that. It's got that kind of burnt kind of look to it, which was kind of cool. Big RSS logo in the middle of it. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool, too. And then this one is uh, kind of a fancy lettering with a, a, a lasso around the word rodeo. And I was like, that's pretty cool. It's got kind of this almost like a, a leatherish kind of background to it. And uh, this is the one that I was, I started (laughs) laughing and I love it. And it's basically a lasso around a blue Yeti pull. It kind of almost like a showtime at the Apollo kind of vibe to it, where it's pulling it off the stage. And for me, I was like, okay, that's because I said, you know what? This is a podcast about podcasting. We kind of need the microphone where everybody else throws a microphone in when it's the, 
you know, Bill Smith show that we don't really need a microphone in there. We also don't need the word podcast in there. But in this case, this is a podcast about podcasting. And so I told him, I said, that's that's the one I want. And so and, and that was just to me an example of if I can find the I always hate this with Microsoft, the the back arrow. There it is. You know, I started off with this. Which I like, by the way. I like that one. You like it's a that little one? busy. Well, it's a little busy and it's a little detailed. So as yeah. you get smaller, right, it gets harder. Yeah. But I do like that, you know, hey, that you're using the stand as the horseshoe thing. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it. It's not my favorite, but right. I, I like it. So, did, did you have a favorite? The, the, so this one was my favorite, to be honest. Okay. This this one here. We're getting all kinds of different uh, light. This is the hard thing about branding yeah. <laughs> is you get all these different opinions in the chat room. So, some like it. This was my favorite of them. Yeah. This is the one yeah, I see, like. now, now Carrie says, I don't really like the, the Blue Yeti one. And so it kind of depends. See, that one, it's, I like it because it makes me laugh, but that's. Well, be it, careful, though. Yeah. What about, what, what if Blue comes out and says, yeah. like, mm, this one was I don't pretty think cool. so, Dave. Yeah, I kind of like this like one. Yeah. 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 They're, none of them are bad. So it's just a matter. And if I was smart, what I would do now is put this up to a vote and. You know, throw it out there. Well, and, I think maybe you go through a second round. So you've, okay, so you've yeah. got five things that all have these different elements and they're all pretty varied. And you narrow that down to one or two and say, okay, what are the elements that I like? I think you also have to ask the question, <laughs> do I want flat? Do I want these, do I want these yeah. backgrounds flat so that they fit a website? Do I need to think about an inverse yeah. of that? Is this going to go on a t shirt? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Carrie yeah, yeah. says it looks like R2D2 being loose. <laughs> Well, and you know. then uh, she says, I also like this one, the one that's kind of got a leatherish background and the words podcast radio. Show yeah. 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 The, the the problem is the leather background at times. If you're going to if you're going to do that on a website that's white, you're going to you're going to have to invert that in some way or put a yeah, circle around it or do something right to kind of to, to kind of capture that background in. But there's this is the point of branding, right? There are tons of different options yeah. now that you have. I think if you create a logo and you've done it once and you haven't worked with somebody who's good at this stuff, like Mark, I, I, it's, it's your first work is never good enough. Like it's not, I'm every man. Okay. Maybe every once in a while lightning strikes and you, you have something that's great. But I think the best, you know, the best logos I've seen of those ones that have been worked and argued about and done and overdone and done again and redone. That's, that's why it's a good, it's, I think it's just good practice to work, especially around branding someone like Mark too, who is a different set of eyes and maybe who's seen a lot of different things and can kind of think through, okay, where are all the places this branding stuff is going? Yeah. And the, the, the guys I listened to on cigar authority, you know, the, the two guys cigars, they, their, their logo is a cartoon. And, and one of the hosts constantly complaining that it's not, it's hard to make a t-shirt oh, well, out of, like, it's hard to, that, that style of brand is hard to put on products. Yeah. Look who's, you know? look who's in the chat room. And, and Mark Decote, oh, it is yeah. a silent S. So, yeah, so it is, it's, it's tough. Mark, if yeah. you want, I should put that up here. If anybody wants to, to jump in, we're at uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And if you have any questions, we're, we're here to answer those. And, yeah, uh, I just think that that logo work is it's important that branding work, right? That that, yeah. that you're doing. I think that's important. It's really really hard for a lot of people because it's super it's super personal. And it Dave, is. I've I've watched you do this a bunch of times where you start working on a logo at like two in the morning, yeah. And you, you you're two hours into it, and you're like, oh, screw it, I'm just going to use this. 
And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, that's the <laughs> worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but I'm kind of married to it now because I just put it on all my websites. Yeah. So I think I think this idea of branding this and, and it's not just logos, right? It's how the whole it's how the whole brand feels across your, all your sites. And what what kind of fonts are you using and how are the fonts tied in and what do things look like and what's your you know what is it when when people land on your page, what should they expect? So this is where I this is good to I think in an area where it's good to move slower than yeah. to go faster. That's my current one. And I just went, it looks like, I don't know, somebody threw up some font and found a clip art, which yeah. is kind of what yeah. I did. And I went, yeah. The, yeah. And, well, you How long rem- do you think it took you to put that together? <sighs> 10 minutes, if that, yeah. you know, yeah. at, on yeah. can- Canva. Yeah. And remember this show, I didn't care about it because I, it was like, well, I'm going to do this maybe for a couple of weeks and then this show's done. It was never supposed to last because I didn't have time to do another show. I was like, eh. So that's always. Uh, so I was like, hey, well, you know what? This show's going to stick around. I might as well maybe just make it look pretty. And I wanted to, because Mark has done. He he's the guy that did the logo behind me. Yeah, which is beautiful. Yeah, by the way. Beautiful. and I just went. You know what? I want to go through the the Mark process of ordering and that whole nine yards. And I was like, yeah. you know what, you know what needs the facelift is the rodeo show. So I was like, all yeah. right, let's do that. So yeah. podcastbranding.co, right? That's yeah. where we go. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. so Mark, uh, thanks for sponsoring us over the, over the next month here, month of May. Thank God, Dave, we've made it into the month of May. Like March ended <laughs> the 60 days of March have yeah. ended. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it'll 61, be, I guess. Well, I went out last night to Chipotle because I had not had Chipotle in a while. And I was like, you know what? I don't know about you, but it, by the end of the week, normally I do not have, I don't have an issue with, with my job. I like my job, but mm-hmm. recently it's, we've been super busy. Yeah. And yeah, just really intense. Yeah. And it's just by come yeah. Friday, I was like, I'm, you know, if, if I was a consumer of adult beverages, <laughs> I would be consuming adult beverages. And I said, well, let's, let's get some Chipotle instead. And so I, I got my mask and the way Chipotle worked, which was weird, last time you used to go in and pick up the takeout because you can't eat in. And what they did is they just had one person that would run out and say, okay, who's here? Mm. And there's like 10 of us there at 6 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And so that was different. And, and I was the only person with a mask. And yeah. that that's when I was like, oh, so apparently everybody thinks it's Ali Ali income free. And the thing that really spooked me about this is, like, did we talk about Harry Duran last week? Harry, Don't Dur- we talk about him every week? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Harry's, one of his, and I'm so sad to hear this, one of Harry's, he called it beyond high school, best friend ever kind of guy, got the virus and died. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how old Harry is, 40, 50, something in there, maybe. I think he's just a little bit younger than me. I think he's 50, 51, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And that's when I went, so I'm assuming this guy is Harry's age. And I went, yeah. you yeah. know what? I'm not going to play around with this. Yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. so. It's, we're, we're, Dave, we're pretty susceptible at yeah. our age. I mean, we're, 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 we don't have health conditions and some of those things that, that make those odds a little bit better. But but it, it is it's, it's some serious business. Like, and I think we're going to, it's going to be a summer struggle and I, and we may even struggle into the fall. So I, I don't think, I think a lot of people are just hoping we get back to normal. And there's such like the, the, this is like a puzzle. I was, I was mentioning this on a podcast the other day. This is like a puzzle that it's, it didn't just get taken apart and we have to put it back together the same way it was before. 
this is a puzzle that got taken apart and then all the pieces changed. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's, you know, in, in fact, the, the, and now the, the, the picture is maybe just a, a one, co- one color. Like yeah. we have a really hard problem to solve. And I think podcasters are in a really good spot to help get people get through this because it's not just, you know, things are not going to just open up and everybody's going to go back to normal. We, we've got to put some things back together. And so I think it's, I think podcasters are in a really good spot to help people work their way through this thing, whether that's employment or it's in the career space, whether it's in it's in the the travel space, like travel has to be put back together. That's a humpy dumpty thing that oh man, man travel is going to need they're going to need it's going to take I don't know. I I don't know how that works. I don't know how we're going to put that thing back together again. So, you know, we, we've got a lot of work to do, and I just think podcasters are in a particularly unique situation to be able to help with that and to continue to spread positive, positive news through this. The, uh, let me throw this up here just to show you what's going on. This is from uh, My Podcast Reviews. If you want to check that out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR for My Podcast Reviews. And Daniel's got these awesome industry stats over there. And you can see in April, the number of new shows yeah. added went yeah. through the roof. And uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. The other thing, in case anybody wanders, I'll leave this up on my screen here. This is what's going on. There is a link here that I've affectionately referred to as more crappy shows on the way. Because, and you guys know, I'm using the roadcaster. I love road stuff. But they have a contest. It's back. They did this before where you, you submit your podcast and a chance to win stuff. And I scrolled down and they said, blah, blah, blah. Upload your podcast to Anchor, my roadcast official hosting platform. You can create an Anchor account for free here. And I just went, okay, I get why they did this. It's easy. It's free. Everybody can do it. But I was like, here we go again with a bunch of shows that are going to create, in this case, maybe one episode. Because the idea is you upload this kind of sample of your show and then they pick one and then you win a bunch of stuff. And I was just like, uh, more free shows that are going to sit there and clutter up the place. And I was like, eh. this road is doing this. Yeah. Is this there. Okay. And yeah. are they, are they recommending a certain host? Yeah. It's upload your podcast to anchor my, oh, okay. my roadcast. That's the, the title of this uh, okay. contest. It's a contest, you know, entering my roadcast is super easy. Just register, record your podcast, upload it and get sharing. What I'm not seeing you will receive a confirmation email once it's been submitted. Share your podcast and encourage your fans to vote for it. Last year, they gave away a boatload of stuff. So that's because I remember I was one of the prizes of that, which was kind of cool. So I'm going to reach out to them and go, hey, can I can I be a prize again? That was a mm-hmm. nice bit of exposure. But I just saw that and was like, oh, you know, and again, I understand if I'm road why they would do that, because it is easy to upload audio to that and. That whole nine yards, but I was just like, yeah. uh, here we go with a bunch well, of Well, I think I asked you this question last week. Why do we care? Yeah. Like, what, what, you know, it, I think we, we maybe, maybe we focus on bad shows a little too much. And yeah. there's some great ones out there that are doing really, really well. Let, let them clog it up a little bit. It doesn't, I don't think it hurts anybody to have, have people at least trying. Why do you think, okay, so lockdown for us here in the United States happens mid-March for, for most people. And then this big surge that that comes in later March, early April. I'm and I'm going to say April never existed, but let's just say it did for a second. <laughs> so, do you think is it because 
more information workers, those who are working from home or could work from home? Because it's not our healthcare workers that are creating podcasts. <laughs> like they've been busy beyond belief. It's not our first responders. It's not our police department, right? It's not those people. It's got to be folks who are in the information space who are now working from home who just decided, hey, I don't want to watch hours of Netflix. I'm going to create my own. I'm going to create my own podcast. Do you think that's the that's what happened to create all this additional? Or is it is it corporations who are now who have now figured out, hey, look, I just we just sent most of our folks home. We have an opportunity to get into this podcasting space. Let's do it now. What what do you, what do you think, Dave? I, I think I think it's a little more the first, and it might be again. You know, it might be both. You think about it. How do I communicate yeah. to my team when they're not in the office? Yeah. So there could be some of that, but I think some of it is like the Daily Chicken is a podcast done by Clay Grove's kids, where they interview their chickens and tell chicken jokes to chickens. <laughs> It's called the Daily Chicken. It's absolutely hilarious. It's super yeah, quick. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just listened to one called Geek. Oh, they were just on the podcast radio show. I want to see something like Geekology 101 or something like that. So adorable. It's a dad. And this is something that I, I was like, here's why this show works. It's great if your show works on multiple levels. And so in this case, you have a dad who is like geek, like way, way into Batman. Right. And so he's got his son there and they talk about books and, you know, salt culture and society kind of things. But this episode, he, they were interviewing each other, asking, like, who is your favorite superhero? Who's your favorite villain? And the kid is all of maybe seven. Yeah. And I just heard it and was like, my heart's just going through. I'm like, because, you know, in about 15 years when that kid's like pushing 30 and dad's pushing, you know, 60, 70, whatever it is. They're going to listen back to that and just cry yeah, and then and yeah. play to the grandkids in that whole nine yards. So, and I just, I don't know if that was inspired by, Hey, the kids are home. Let's do something. And I don't want to try to do new math anymore. Let's do something fun and that'll kill some time. And I don't know. Yeah. Well, Miss Eileen says in the chat room, she says, I think podcasters are creating second and third podcasts with their less geeky friends. And in this case with their children. And so I, I think not all of them, but I think some of them are in that same boat. I'd agree with 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 Miss Eileen to say, I think we do have podcasters creating second ones, and then we do have podcasters creating them with their children and doing or doing children's projects. And they're thinking, hey, just throw this on Anchor; it's free. If it if it sticks, awesome. If it doesn't, like that chicken podcast that you just said to me, yeah, I like. When you first mentioned that, I'm like, I not in a million years would I ever listen to that. And then you know, you're like. Oh. Then though it's super funny, and so who would have thought a, a podcast talking to your chickens and telling chicken jokes to the chickens would be funny? Well, you don't know that unless you try, right? Do you, do you like? Would they, you know, do would you, they try if it wasn't easy? Do you know Clay Groves at all? Just the name. He. We're gonna play a little daily chicken. Here's episode twelve. How do you wake up a chicken? Courtesy from my friends at Spotify. Hello and welcome to the Daily Chicken, where every day we tell chickens jokes about chickens. I'm Sammy, and today's joke came from my aunt Terry. How do chickens wake up in the morning? With an alarm clock. Thanks for listening to the Daily Chicken. For more fun, visit dailychickenpodcast.com. Excellent. Hello. The voice, and the voice work on that is really good. Yeah. Like she is good. But she, how old is she? Nine? Uh, 10? Yeah. They're both, I think one is 10 and one is 
seven. Yeah, I mean, like, let's celebrate. There's there's some great voice work there. She does very, very well. That's the thing I'm going to wait to see because I, I've seen Elsie's kids do this. Oh, Ivy Envy, Corey Finneran's kids Corey Finneran, yeah. have, have like you walk in like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're playing podcaster. Like what? Yeah, we're yeah. playing podcasting. Right. And so it, these people, like I just got a new client and she's amazing because she was on blog talk radio forever. And she's, she's one of these, again, self-proclaimed in technology, you're not friends. And I finally got her to jump in and it's fun when you get somebody to come that way. But now it's the opposite. You're, you're having kids grow up who by, by nature, kids have no fear. And so now they're getting used to this and they're going to, you know, they're going to have some that work and some that fail. And so they're going to get that whole, oh, yeah, I failed three times, but this one sounds like it might work and let's try it again. Yeah, so, no, right on, right on. Yeah. Somebody said in the chat room that, you know, Anchor's a good sandbox for that. It is. Uh, and, right. And it's just a good, a great opportunity to go out and try something, see what sticks, see what, see how people pick up and consume. So, you know, I, 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 I'm a little more in favor of it in a lot of ways. Just let's, cause, the the good stuff will filter its way to the top. Yeah. And you know, the stuff that doesn't work will just will eventually just go away. We gotta do we have to find a better way of allowing podcasters to turn off their podcasts. So or have some kind of thing that eventually I think eliminates them out of the system. So they're not, you know, ten years from now we're not finding podcasts that were done three times and they're terrible. Hey, is this thing on? Is this thing on? Hello? Yeah. You know, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Is it? Are you good? Are we on yet? Did you hit record? No, we can't. Turn your turn your headphones on. What? Yeah. So that's always going to be fun. That would be great. That would be a great feature for Anchor to have a checkbox that says this podcast is done or complete or something. Some way to trigger it because I know there's a thing in there's a there's a tag for that in Apple that says basically. But the complete tag, all that does is stops Apple from seeing if there's new episodes. We need one that's yeah. like, please delete this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, well, I think you can. I think you can delete it. Just people won't. They just kind of forget about it, and it's too much work to go back and shut it off. I think we have to do a better job on search of being more relevant and finding. You know, Google, when when Google crawls for for their crawler, they do a lot of things to check links and backlinks and how much content's being made. And is it real content? And you know, they do all, they wait all these things. I'm not sure that same attention is being given to podcasts. In other words, you know, how long has it been out? Has there been an episode recently? Yeah. Are people actually listening to it? Where is it getting downloaded? Some of those kinds of things. And that's a really hard problem because the, the, the podcasting space is so diverse. You yeah. know, I have, sure, I have a podcast on Apple, but it, I also post it into seven different podcast players and right, you know, so it makes it complicated. Go ahead and throw that. that comment. Um, this is what I was looking for. Jeremy says, I've been recording weekly, he says in quotation marks, podcasts on YouTube with my five-year-old to share his art with family. We're in separate uh, states from all our family, and it helps them to see the grandkid more. That's really cool. I When I was in a band before Facebook, people, and I would take pictures of the audience, and I had one guy come up and he goes, hey, can you, can you take a picture of me with my glasses on? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Thanks for coming to the show. He's like, okay. He goes, yeah, I want my sister to see my new glasses. She's in Florida. And mm-hmm. so people are using the sugar daddy's website as a way to, to communicate. Mm-hmm. So uh, why not? Dan has a great point about it'd be great if anchor could do this. Some services telegram 
have an option to automatically delete your account if it's inactive for a set period of time, default is six months. The pro- And I totally agree with that, except for S-Town. S-Town is seven episodes, I think, if I remember right. And it was supposed to be seven. They did their seven, and it will always, there's like, it was, it had a start, middle, beginning, and end. And they're like, we're not doing it anymore, but it's, it's a podcast. And I would listen. Oh, yeah. it, it was a good show. We go on Netflix and we watch television, we watch Brady Bunch from the, from the 70s, yeah. right? And so do we, do we necessarily want to be the, the vault police? Yes. This? this is the thing. Like, should we, okay, so I make a podcast. I don't, I, I make it for a year. I'm done. I leave it out there. Who, 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 who gives me the right to, to be the, to, you know, to be the police on that, to say, no, after two years, it should be gone. You're maybe, gone. It's really, maybe it's really good. And maybe it should be there forever. And so I, I see the other side of the equation, which is like, let's just leave them out there. But, but let's, as we, it, you know, and I, this, we always say we have a discovery problem. N- not that it's, we have a discovery problem, but we, we have challenges in discovery that need to be to be addressed. Yeah. Daniel from the audacity to podcast says, then give podcasters a switch, keep the show active or have it removed. That would be the problem is when you think about it, how many of these shows even realize they quit? Like, you know what I mean? They're like, Oh, right, I did a couple episodes right, and then they're like, right. Oh, look at this new shiny yeah. thing. Yeah. But it would be nice to have that option. Just well, to- we know these hosts aren't going to stay around forever. Like, I mean, you know, okay, maybe Lipson will, but maybe they won't. Like, maybe the industry will flip and change and whatever, or Anchor at some point will 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 change and they won't host anymore. Or they'll charge. Those files, There's enough idea. Yeah, and those files will become, they, they'll be gone. They'll get deleted, well, you know, and then, of course, then that breaks Apple and Apple removes it and, you know, we're, we're, we're in business. So there may be natural attrition that happens that eliminates these things. That takes a lot longer. Yeah. For those that forget pod show <laughs> slash Mevio uh, lasted 116 months. They went through $38.8 million. Padango lasted 27 months. Wildvoice.com lasted 36 months. My podcast.com was 48 months. Audiometric.io, which had a really cool podcast, uh, Dynamic ad insertion, they lasted 24 months or 21 months before they were purchased by Panoply. Whatever happened to Panoply? Are they st- I'm assuming they're still around. Opinion podcasting lasted 23 months. Zcat lasted 36 months. And I remember right, Zcat was the one that had one really popular show and it, it ruined them. It was like, we can't, we're running out of like, we, we have to pay for their bandwidth. And it was like, oh, but hosting podcasts are, are it's so cheap. That's why it's free. And I'm like, until you get a lot of people, you know. So. Yeah, but we have to remember Anchor is backed by a like, pretty big sugar daddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. why I said that's going to be a fun one to watch. And right. now they've mm-hmm. added, they just added a feature where they'll somehow convert your MP4 file from Zoom to yeah. a podcast. So no. now we can hear all those people going, can you turn your, turn your headphones on? Turn your, <laughs> so. Don't, don't use Zoom, people. <laughs> don't use Zoom unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. Friends don't let friends use Zoom. I've never heard of this. I just picked up SoundWise lifetime deal on AppSumo. Started tinkering. Some seems good for sharing private internal audio programs for a smaller audience. Never heard of it. I'll have to check it out. There, there are new things coming out on a uh, regular basis. Here we go. Panoply abandoned ship on content. I remember that. I think they just went into like the tech side of it because they had audiometric.io which I was so bummed. That was a really cool, I had a show on there. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, 
we're going to grandfather you in, even though we just got bought. And then all of a sudden I just couldn't log in anymore. Yeah. And I was like, well, but so think about all the shows that were on these platforms that yeah. are now gone. Those shows are gone too. So that's a, that's natural attrition. I think yeah. that, I mean, if we're going to talk about removing podcasts, I think that's how it gets done. If you're on Ellipsin or a Blueberry or Spreak or whatever, you have to keep paying or your shows go away. And so, you know, I, I think that's, in my opinion, that's good enough. I, I think we, we, we spend too much time thinking about the trash, you know, yeah. the, the trash, the just let it, let it be. It's, it's part of the chaos. And I, and I actually, I think it's kind of good that it's out there in a lot of ways. It's giving, because if people don't get an, a, an opportunity to try, we don't get really good, unique, new things, right? John Lee Dumas had not tried the daily concept. Yeah. Would it have, you know, would it have become as popular as it did? And, and you know, looking back, it's easy to say, well, maybe we shouldn't have had that to begin with. But <laughs> it, nah. it's been, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I, I'm saying like we needed, we needed those kind of genres. You know, if we didn't have a serial, we wouldn't have all these true crime podcasts. Yeah. And your opinion, whether you like them or not, that's not what's important. The fact is we have them and they're yeah. great and they're great opportunities. Uh, you know, this daily chicken like that that's not something i mean w w those kinds of things need to come to the surface so we need that churn and, and we need to focus on the the best of what comes out of that churn and stop worrying about what falls to the bottom of the pot and the, another great anchor show is is this one it's called fat 50 and frisky <laughs> let me let me let me play an episode is that all of us yeah have you ever thought about starting your own podcast well you got to check out you know anchor.fm it's the the one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast and it's 100 percent. of course every anchor show starts with an anchor ad hmm. that guy somewhat sounds familiar i don't know just a little yeah I wonder so who that, that means is. yeah you're getting paid to uh, it's, it's carl spackler that's it says right here hosted by carl spackler and you have to be a caddyshack fan to get that but that's my test show on Anchor. And so far, I'm up to $1.85 on the Fat yeah, 50 and Frisky those, show. But Dave, you throw a show out with very little yeah, support. Yeah, well, like, no, I'm doing know. a show like every other show I hear on Anchor where I just, yeah. I just fire oh, it up and it. start You're talking. Right. I'm doing an Anchor show. And for <laughs> the fun part is the early episodes, I tried to make Carl the direct opposite of like anything I would ever say. Like Carl was really into babysitter right. porn for a while. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, this is wrong. So let's talk about things that are wrong. So it was we're really gonna, fun. We're going to beep that part out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, oh I have a, God. I did have a question. I, I'm seeing this a lot in the Facebook groups. And I think people are over thinking this a little bit. And in the one guy, I wasn't like being nasty. I just said, what have you done so far? So this was from a guy named Letif. L-E-T-I-F, he says, since marketing was brought up in a recent post, let me ask, who has a music podcast and how do you market that effectively? And again, I kind of want to go, it all boils down to know who your audience is, know what they want, give it to them, go to where they are, make friends with them. And tell them about your show. So if I, if we weren't quarantined, I mean, Danny Pena used to go, he had a, he has a show, Gamer Tag Radio. And when a new game would come out and you would line up at, you know, game exchange or insert, you know, hot gaming 
you know, whatever game hobby shop thing. And like, you can pick it up Tuesday at midnight and there'd be a big line out front. Well, uh, Danny went down with a tape recorder and business cards mm-hmm. and said, I do a show about games. And then he'd ask him like, what's your favorite game and interview them. And that works really, really well. Cause people are vain. And if they know they're going to be on a podcast, they'll go over there and listen to it. Yeah. I used to yeah. do that with my band. We would, I talked about taking pictures I would take pictures of people at the gig, throw them on my website, and then they would go to see it. Because back then, being on the internet was like a big deal. Again, pre-Facebook. And people were like, wow, check it out. I'm on the internet. So uh, to me, if I was doing a music show, I would say, okay, well, who's my target audience? Well, it's electric blues. Okay, so let's go to, you know, the next time Kenny Wayne Shepherd's in town. Let's go out in the parking lot if I'm not going to the show anyway. or And just hand out business cards and talk to the guy mm-hmm. next to you. Jim, are you, anything else you can think of? I mean, it, it always seems like it kind of boils down to that. And I hate to oh, oversimplify yeah. it. No, I think, I think you're right. I, I mean, I've had success and I think it's a bunch of different things. You, it's not one thing. You got to try something. You got to try a bunch of things, see what works, work those for a uh, while and then k- keep working. Like, so we just had a couple of weeks ago, we just had this company called Unraid on our show. And they make some software that you can run NAS, you know, a NAS device for storage and stuff. It's terribly geeky, right? It's really nerdy. But it came from our audience. Like this was an audience. And actually, this was an audience recommendation recommendation 10 years ago that we had made a relationship with them early. And then it kind of dropped off and they came back and then kind of dropped off and they're back again. And so we've had them on the show a couple of times. Well, this most recent show that I did with them a few weeks ago, it just has gone bananas. Like mostly because their, their marketing guy, Spencer put it everywhere. Like he tweeted it. He put it in the newsletter. We ended up on the front page of their website. Like nice. I had people sending me, I had friends sending me like, Hey, I saw this, you know, I saw this on their website. What, what the heck's going on? Right. And so we hit this, we hit this vein of, of, of activity with it. And it's been really, really, really successful. I've done that with other vendors and I, it didn't, it just didn't work for whatever mm. reason. The things didn't happen. Yeah. We didn't, you know, we did a little contest where like, Hey, send us pictures of your, of your unraid rigs and uh, tag us on them on Twitter. And we'll give you the little badge, you know, for doing that. We had a whole bunch of people do that. I mean, so I think you've got to continually always be what ABM, right? Always be marketing and you have to just kind of go with what's currently working. We had no idea, Dave, that this, this poor, I should probably mention it because we're halfway <laughs> through the show. Today's poor sponsored by Mark over there at, where, where's Mark at? Where do we find Mark? Podcastbranding.co. Yeah, Mark, thanks for the sponsorship. So we had no idea that would be become a thing. Like when we first started doing it and I said, hey, maybe we got to get an advertiser for it. You just got to, those kinds of things kind of rise to the surface and then you then grab them and run and run hard because they may not last forever. Yeah. Carrie has a great point, And this is true. She goes, I've wanted to do something like this for her Key West perspective, mm. but haven't been brave enough to ask random visitors. I see walking around town. It is easier said than done. I went to the mall once <laughs> went back when there were people at the mall and I was going to ask them water malls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was going to ask, do you listen to podcasts? And if so, yeah. what's your favorite? And I was there with a microphone and walked by all sorts of people. And I, I think I talked to three people and yeah. I would just, I couldn't, cause I always tell people and they don't believe me in my, in the inner Dave is a shy person. And right. I just couldn't, it was awkward. And, and I actually, the people I talked to were fine about it, but uh, you know, it was like, well, I, I did that at a race. We were at a, we were down in Kansas city at a running race, you know, back when I used to run a lot. 
And I thought I was, I was podcasting about fitness and tech. And I thought, well, I go to a race, I'll just interview people. So I had a microphone and a thing and I tried to go around and people like literally ran away from me. They did not want to be, they did not want to be interviewed. They did not want to talk it through. It was, it was awful. I mean, I felt, and I'm an extrovert and I felt bad at the end of the day. I thought that was a total failure. So it's hard to do. You're going to get a lot of rejection. I had fun. I was doing a podcast for a local music event um, called rocking on the river. And I was, I did their website and I said, I'm going to start a podcast. And I went down with a microphone and you've got like hammered people, like not, not tipsy hammered yeah. people were the only people I could get to talk on a microphone. And many of them ran away. It's that whole fear of, of speaking in, in public, but you know, who's well, not, who's not afraid well, my, to oh, go ahead uh, real quick. Brandon has said, well, it was a race. Well, but it, the, in, in the race setting, you stand in line for about 30 minutes. And I thought that was going to be an awesome opportunity mm. to do it, but we do have an awesome opportunity. I'll make the transition for you for yeah. our awesome subscribers. Yeah. So. You know who I would race to talk to? That's right. My awesome supporters. If you want to be an awesome supporter, super easy. Go over to ask the podcast slash awesome. The teacher's pet still available. If you need, uh, if you want some one-on-one consulting at a discounted rate, that is one of the options. I did notice on the page, you have to click on show more options to see that. So it's somewhat hidden there, but we want to thank our $20 supporters every week. And those are awesome people like Greg at debtshepherd.com, Glenn, the geek Hebert over at horse radio network.com, Josh Rivers, the podcast guy media, find him at podcastguymedia.com. Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. And uh, I can't, I have news about, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, moving on, Shane at spybrary.com. Because Max, nah, I can't say it. Anyway, (laughs) shut up, Dave. Carl White does life in the Carolinas podcast.com. And uh, once we're allowed out, you know, and you want to go, the Carolinas, have you ever been to the Carolinas, Jim? I have not. Oh, I need to. They're it's, beautiful. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've had yeah. a few friends that have moved down there. It's great. Kim Cradgy over at Toastmasters101.net. So if you want to get your Toastmaster on, there you go. And of course, and I still haven't updated the, uh, the slide. That's right. I'm getting good run on it for Home Gadget Geeks for <laughs> 419 every week for free. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Ed Sullivan <laughs> over at SonicCupcake.com. So if you're looking for an audio editor, Ed can make you sound really good. Maybe that's for being the newest twenty dollars subscriber. That's, it. that's what that's what you, you, you get. This you, you get, get a little this yeah, spot. You get a little yeah. you know, get a little music. Yeah. So, but if you want to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, and uh, it helps keeps the lights on. It helps pays Dave's tax bill. It's, it does all sorts of great things. So, thanks so much for our awesome supporters. And I had another question that we wanted to, oh, just a, well, here, this is, how. yeah, let's, this is a good one for the second half. There is a, let me throw this in the chat room. It's the 80-20 rule. And what it is, he said, sharing his screen, is it's, the question is, what should I spend more time on? Should I spend more time making content or should I spend more time promoting my show? And so this is from a guy named Derek Sivers. It's at socialtriggers.com. It was interesting because he basically announced, I think he had a kid and he, uh, on the front page, he's like, Hey, I quit. I'm done. But he's got all these old blog posts and he's saying, you know, is it, it's smarter to find another 10,000 people to consume what you've already created as opposed to creating more. In other words, create content 20% of the time, 
and spend the other 80% of the time promoting what you created. And I was like, that's an interesting idea. Well, I, I think it's neat. It's not, it's not either, or it's both. And I, I, and I think at different times in your podcast, you've got to do things differently. Like there, there are times when it's growth time and you just got to go, like you have some opportunities to just grow numbers. This, this unraid show that I talked about earlier did bring a bunch of new listeners to us. All of a sudden I had this opportunity to engage with a whole bunch of new people. They drove them to our discord site. They referenced the, the webpage. They like, we just had people showing up that I'd never seen before. Mm. Well, that's not a time to start focusing on content. <laughs> That's a time to start focusing on listeners. Right. And, and so when you have new listeners, so we reached out to all of them individually and we welcomed to the team and we started trying to come up with some subjects that would engage them. We wanted to keep them around, right? We wanted to give them some reasons to stay. I, I could, and maybe making more content in that case is the way to do that. But for us, it was engaging them in, in the social space. So I think, I think when those kinds of things happen, you have to do that. And then, there are times when you just need to buckle down and actually create good content and focus on it. And so I don't think it's an either or. I think it's a both and. What do you think? Yeah, that's to me because I, especially now, like my, my main way of promoting myself was getting on other shows and going to live events. Yeah. And it's like I've kind of both have kind of gone. Now, my numbers haven't really dipped. Uh, they dipped at the very beginning of April because of the whole pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't really looked to see if they've come. Are back you not up. getting as many interviews as you had before? Seem like I mean, you do a good job of getting interviewed on other people's shows. You, you, yeah, you do know, that probably really it's well. about the same. Yeah, okay. I think I've done. Okay. What happens is I do interviews and then they never come out. That's the mm-hmm. that's the new thing I'm doing now. Is you have these people like, oh, I want to have 57 shows in the can, and so they interview yeah. you and they're like, yeah, this will be out in six months. You're like, wait, what? Like, huh? And so I'm now starting to nudge them. Like I'll put in my to-do list, like, Hey, this guy said it was going to be out on this date. And if I haven't gotten a thing that said, Hey, Dave, here's your show. It's live to go back and say, what happened to the show? Cause you know, I gave you an hour and a half of my time and it's not here. You know, it's like, Hmm. So that's, uh, that's, so yeah, I've just been, what I've been doing is web. It's funny. I've been doing what, everybody else is doing is focusing on the little things that you normally don't focus on. Yeah. You know, um, I had somebody yesterday and I was like, wow, they, their show played on Apple podcasts. Their show played on iTunes. It played on their website. Their audio was fine. Their feed was fine. But for whatever reason on Apple podcasts on Apple TV, their file wouldn't play. And in the end we kind of went, we might have to go ask Apple on this one Mm because there was no technical reason why it wouldn't. But I thought about it that she was spending a lot of time focusing on this thing that brings her, if that much traffic. And it was like, Hmm, that might be better. Well spent focusing on your audience than focusing on where your audience isn't unless I could be wrong, but I don't get hardly anything. Of course I don't get anything from Spotify either. Spotify is a really small part of my audience and some people are just crushing it on that. So I think it just depends on your genre, where you started, where you're, what you're, where you're speaking into the audience. Throw Dave's comment up there really quick. Uh, um, Define a day in the life of buckling down uh, and creating good content. uh, You know, I think, let me give you an example. I think for everybody it's different, but for podcasters, I think this is, especially for podcasters who podcast about podcasting. 
creating, uh, we, I get asked all the time, especially during this time, like, Hey, what kind of microphone should I get? What should, what kind of camera? I mean, that question has amped up to almost daily for people. Right. And so buckling down for me would be sitting down and defining a, a creating a microphone post, creating a camera post, creating a lighting post, creating a production post in structuring those very well. So they all interact with each other. Right. So there's links, there's cross links. People can find one from the other. Hey, by the way, a camera in your mic post, a camera is important. We've covered this over here and that coming back to that camera post and really spending some time on creating, a, you know, something you would be proud to send somebody to when they give you those questions. And then maybe even to Kim's point on my about page from a couple of weeks ago, maybe making some videos about those, too. So those pages are let off with the video. All that stuff takes time. And I think sometimes when we're in the rush to create content, we don't do a great job of optimizing it for the other pages around it. And so, Dave, when I talk about buckling down, I'm talking about really cranking out some time because all that stuff takes time and coordination. You're just not sitting down, typing it out, throwing a few links and vomiting it on your site, right? You really need to spend some time thinking about how does this all coordinate with each other? How does this all work? How is this all branded? And so I think That is an example of buckling down and spending some time planning and thinking about what do I want to do with this more than just, you know, more than just vomiting things out into the, into the, 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 the internet. What are we, how are we planning around it? Yeah. What I did at the school of podcasting is I started to go through trying to look at it from the eyes of a brand new podcaster. And I realized I had one tutorial in there that was really like, it wasn't even 16 by nine. I don't know how. I don't know how that's been in there and I didn't find it, but I redid it because it was a little blurry compared to the other ones. Redid that. And this weekend I am throwing out my, how to build your website in WordPress course basically is my plan. And because WordPress is one of those things that it can be 800 million different things. And I'm going to say, this is what I recommend. Like this is, this is like, and I'm going to have a couple, like if you want super simple, Check out PodPage. If you want something a little more, check out podcastpage.io, I think is the new one. If you want total flexibility, check out Elementor, not Elementor, check out Second Line Themes with Elementor. And that's like option, and then of course option one, I guess, could be here's how to pimp out a Limson site. There's Blueberry as websites, things like that. Because it's just right now, it's you walk in there and it's like a bad Facebook group. There's like, well, you could use Generate Press or you could use this or you could use this. And I'm like... I need to go, here's how you do it. And it was one of those things that I've kind of, uh, I don't know how, but I just, I walked in there and I'm like, wow, this is a mess. And I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. that's, this needs redone. So. Yeah. And I think kind of deciding how you're going to interact with your audience, uh, especially if you're going to advertise to this. And by the way, affiliate is affiliate links are a form of advertising, right? Mm -hmm. That's just, that's the way it works. And to know that if your funnel, if your advertising funnel is going to be just, just traditional ads or commercials, you don't have to do a lot. The, the goal on that is to just to drive as many people to your site as you can. It's just numbers, right? Yeah. It's the numbers that are important. But if you're going to do affiliate and those affiliate pieces, you're actually more benefited if you interact with them and give them that link or interact with them on that page and say, here's where you go. Here's what you need to do. People kind of need to be told, Dave, what to do. Use my affiliate link. You're pretty good at doing this. Yeah. You know, you say SOP free, right? When, when, you, when you're talking about service, you need to guide people to that affiliate link. You can't just rely on the top of the funnel to bring them in. It will work sometimes, 
but the more you can interact. So if you're going to do affiliate ads, if you can do affiliate yeah. relationships, I think you have to be more engaged with your audience to guide them to those links to make sure those things happen. So a difference in the style of the marketing. Yeah. Dave says, sounds like for Jim, buckling down is being thoughtful, intentional about the experience we're creating from our audience perspective. Yep. It can be. Yeah. It and can be. It yeah. really, it's one of those things that's kind of a, duh. I swear the more people, when I look at people that are super successful, it's people who really know their audience. And I know that's kind of like, well, yeah, because that then helps you make, because otherwise you're making content that your audience doesn't want. Carrie says, I've been in the process of creating an email sequence for my personal branding clients, helpful tips, tools. One thing you might try with Carrie and going back to her her Key West perspective show is, is there like a favorite shop, like a favorite local shop in Key West that you love? And it just, it just oozes Key West's Maybe go to them and say, hey, I do a show about Key West. Would you be interested in sponsoring it and maybe making a little display here in the store? And I for for that little display and maybe business cards with, you know, blah, 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 I'll mention your show here. And then, you know, we'll do this for a month or two and then we'll see how it works. Maybe if you want, there's, you know, if you have a sale or something that you, you can prove that you're driving traffic to the store. And then likewise, you're getting... You know, you're you're right there in your uh, target audience, and they could say, you know, hey, thanks so much. Can you, you know, drop a business card in the bag with every order, mm-hmm. something like that? Because uh, one of the things that Lee Silverstein did great with his "We Have Cancer" show is he's he's partnered with people that have, like, who who can I amplify their mission, and how can they amplify my mission? We work together. So that might be an an idea for a, a local show. Find a local place to to do that. Or I always thought uh, there was a guy. This is Ramsbottom. Can you sound more British than Ramsbottom? I love that. <laughs> and he, I told him we should he should make stickers when he interviews local businesses to say as featured on this is Ramsbottom or this is Ram or he has some sort of cute name for it. But for local stuff, that might be an option of just partnering with people. Yeah. You know, Dave. A lot of folks listen to us this show because mm-hmm. of our relationship, like, cause, cause we enjoy spending time with each other and mm-hmm. we've done it every Saturday for the last five years. We like each other. That's comfortable. People find that comfortable. They come out on Saturdays. It's a comfortable place to land. I think sometimes too, with our sponsors, our promoters, whoever we're promoting, however we're doing that, right. Those relationships. And it might be even the listeners that we're trying to promote. People like it and are more inclined to respond to it when those relationships are comfortable too. Like if it's just a brand new sponsor, they're probably not going to respond to it right away in, in the, in it. they need to, there needs to be some longevity to it and some interaction with it and some where, where it, it gets really, really, really comfortable. And that's really the sweet spot of where those, those relationships start to work when they've been there a while and they feel comfortable. You know, it's not your, I'm just not saying yeah, I've been I've been promoting HelloFresh on our show. I don't I don't get it. I, you know, they, they, it's an affiliate thing. I could yeah. get money from it if I needed to, but I'm really comfortable with it. And at the end of the show last week, so so Thursday's show, we were we were talking. Well, I'll talk about that at the end of the show. But at the end of the program, one of the hosts or one of the guests I had on said we got to the end, and I closed it up, and he goes, "You forgot to do the HelloFresh ad." <laughs> like, and I was like, "No, I didn't. It's not an ad, and I just didn't do it." But the fact that I mean. Here's a listener, an avid listener who who forgot, you know, that's, man, you know you've connected at that point 
if your listeners are saying you forgot to do it. The um, when Ray Ortega was on the road with uh, God Save the Pod Save the Queen, I think that was the name of the show, if I remember right. And he was on the road. He was their live sound guy. Great title, and, by the way. <laughs> and people would shout out ads like "Do Blue Apron," "Come right. on," "Squarespace," because yeah. they always made them fun and and things yeah. like that. Good relationship. Mystic Max says here. I asked friends uh, for advice. That is a great place to start. Go one level next. And and this is what we go back to being shy. If you can find people that aren't your, your friends and family, because you, you need somebody and you need to tell them, I want you to listen to this and talk about it. Like I'm not in the room because you really need to figure out if it's good or not. There was a, an article. I can't find it now, but it was somebody that explained how they got into you know, top rankings of iTunes and blah, 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 blah. And, and where did they start? They got a focus group. And again, yeah. I'm obsessed with that idea, but it yeah. was like, yeah. he got feedback. and was like, okay. Cause there's, you know, everybody's talking about how do I market this show? And I'm like, have we, have we guaranteed that it's good yet? Cause yeah. you know, I, I'll be the yeah. first to say, you know, the biggest loser podcast is not a good podcast. It's, it sounds like somebody <laughs> took, about 10 minutes, watched an episode and turned on a microphone. Cause that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, so if you can get somebody, preferably somebody who is your target audience. Cause I've had, I've had people come on the podcast rodeo show and they'll send a fictional story, like, you know, with storytelling and sound effects. That is just not my thing. It's just, you know, unless the, unless the story moves along really quick, but a lot of times they're, they're building the back character. And a lot of times I shouldn't say a lot. I don't listen to a lot of them, but you know, most of them, they're really into, which is good, the theater of the mind, the sound effects and mm-hmm. the things like that. But in the end, like the, the story is really what, you know, that's the icing on the cake, but like, what's the story and how does it move? And do I really need to hear all this stuff kind of thing? And that's where I just get a little too impatient and uh, yeah, so he, they say, Hey, it's my friends will tell me if it's not good. Well, I hope so. Cause a lot of them are like, like your mom will always tell you it's great, honey. I love it. What's a podcast. So maybe, maybe she'll be honest. Yeah. Maybe she's like, Oh, that's so nice, but it's not very good. Yeah. Honey, you don't want to put that out. People are <laughs> going to make not, fun of you. I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, it, it is interesting though. Be careful on feedback that you're, you might be doing something new that is making people uncomfortable, but maybe the key to your success. So if it feels good to you, reconsider when you get that negative feedback. Like, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying spend some time thinking about, like, as an example, on my show on Home Gadget Geeks, I always we always talk about the weather in the first five minutes. It's just what we do. It's my thing. I'm a weather nerd. I have a tweet every day that goes out that tweets the weather here in Omaha. I've gotten tons of engagement around it. The audience gets really freaked out when I don't talk about the weather. Like they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You missed that spot, right? When I first started doing that, like, really? Like, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? That's, you know, and if I had to listen to him, we'd have cut that part out and it would have been an engagement piece that we would have missed on. So Dave, I'm not always, I'm, I'm not always 100% sure negative advice or Constructive criticism about your podcast is always right. Well, it it has to be. I'll give you an example. The podcast rodeo show is a show I do to provide a first impression. The whole goal of that show is to, it's quick, it's simple. I'm in and I'm out. And somebody had a great suggestion and they said, you know what we ought to do? 
whoever you reviewed last should come on as a guest host, like a co-host, to review the next one. So it's not just your opinion. And I was like, mm. man, I really That's like cool. that idea. That is a great idea. Except it steers that podcast away from my goal, which is to do a show super quick in and out. Cause now I've got scheduling. I've got a, it's it, that it, it makes that show from super yeah. simple to mm, kind of complicated. And I was like, Ooh, but yeah. I do like that idea. It'd be it great. Is. And if I only did one show, I, I would jump all over that. Yeah. But and maybe the, they're not on the show. Maybe they're not on the show. Maybe they get to submit an audio snippet. I thought about right? that. Maybe you can make that easier that way. Yeah. So, but so there are times when people will give you feedback and you're like, mm, that's a really good idea, but that's not the nature of the show. Yeah. And Brandon says, if 10 people complain about the same thing, you may want to take notice though. Ex- yeah, exactly. No, you might, you might, if it's, if it's a big complaint, unless it's not your target audience. Well, I, you know, I, I, I did church. I, I was, I was a contemporary band, you know, I was in a mm. contemporary band in a very traditional church that was trying to make the change and Ooh. all the old people complained about the music. And the pastor was like, you cannot listen to that. We are moving in a new direction, right? And so sometimes you just got to go against the grain. But yeah, Brandon, no, you're right. There are times you need to take it as well. Yeah, the I, I just got this new client. She's awesome. And I was reading her, her iTunes reviews. And more than a, one said she mentions all the time that she's an expert. And in talking to her for an hour, she mentioned three times that she's an expert. And so I was thinking about that today in the shower. I'm like, I need to bring that up to her in a loving, awkward manner and go, Hey, just so you know, that's the second time you've told me in the same conversation that you're an expert in this area. And that's, that gets a little weird when it's a podcast, it makes it sound like you're maybe a bit of an egomaniac or, or things like it's, it's not a good look. Let's go that route. So, yeah, um, no, for sure. But Man, that hour goes fast, Dave. It is super. Wow. Holy cow. That's oh, I know. ridiculous. I know. Just flies by. But, it's a good thing we have the post show. That is the, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, what is coming up on uh, the average guy.tv? Yeah, we had a little panel discussion around how the, this pandemic, COVID-19, has kind of changed education. Yeah, and was so Chris Nessie in, in the ne- gang? Unfortunately, Chris's power was out that <laughs> night, so he couldn't get Chris. But uh, I had two other guests on. To talk about that, we're going to have Chris on in a couple of weeks to kind of help make up for that, and uh, he'll get the whole show. So it'll be posted later this weekend. The average guy. Nice. This week, I'm going to play an interview with a guy from Podit, which is a, a place where you can get guests, and it's a little more than, than some of the other services out there. And I brought him on because I had people say there are all these services coming out here. Are are they any good? And I was like, well, maybe I should start interviewing these people. And not do a super long in-depth, like, what is the story? How did you get involved? Like, what made you want to be a coder? But, like, what is this thing? Who should use it? What does it do? What's the benefit? That kind of thing. So they're they're going to be kind of short, sweet. I've got Karen Yankovich coming up on how to use LinkedIn. A couple other things. Then I'll be reviewing PodPage and PodcastPage.io. That's not confusing at all. So that's uh, coming up on the future here. But I think this week we're going to do the potted interview. And uh, everybody else, again, as always, thanks. Jim, we have 34 people watching us right now. It's pretty great. That just pretty makes great. me go, really? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I, no, I, I appreciate them all. But uh, thanks to the chat room. Thanks to our awesome supporters. Go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Thanks to Mark from podcastbranding.co. And uh, everybody else, stick around for some post-show 
Because Jim, what do we want to talk about in the post show? Actually, we got a few technical questions in the chat room oh, we good. can get to right away. So we'll we'll, we'll cover those right after right after we end. Yeah, we'll get our tech on right after this. <laughs> 